Hello and welcome to the Permaculture Podcast with Scott Mann. This episode is a review of Ben Falk's recently released book, The Resilient Farm and Homestead, published by Chelsea Green. Here's the quick review. I enjoyed this book and think it's a worthwhile addition to anyone's library if you're looking to design a homestead or small farm using permaculture. I learned quite a bit about what to look for when purchasing or designing a home, how to heat it in cool or damp climates, as well as how to site and secure that home for food and water, in addition to how to use earthworks, animals, and perennials for building enduring regenerative systems. It doesn't cover the breadth of knowledge one might gain from a permaculture design course, but for a cover price of $40 there's a great deal of value here. Where I think this really shines is in the experimental and experiential accounts from Mr. Falk's work operating and researching at his homestead, the Whole Systems Research Farm, and his experience and education as a landscape designer. So, yeah, pick up a copy. And that's the short version. If you want to stay with me, here's a bit more detail. I think that Ben Falk's book is an exemplary addition to the permaculture literature. Though I have some quibbles stemming from my own personal perspective on permaculture, those differences don't detract from the overall quality of the contents. Though this book is divided into sequential chapters, I found there are two main divisions between the contents and the style in which it's written. The first, covering approximately the first third of the book, provides the core concepts and principles in a technical, somewhat dry fashion. But this foundation is a necessary understanding for the importance of the techniques found in the last two-thirds. This beginning section, being the most technical, is also where Ben's work as a designer stands out. The precise information in these 78 pages, the first two chapters, is quite thorough, but again leads me to think of a textbook. However, because it's punctuated with sidebars, drawings, and other pieces to break up the visual structure, it's not difficult to work through. Though I wouldn't call it an easy read per se, you're not going to have to slog your way to get through it. Chapter 1 provides the foundation for understanding Ben's thoughts on regeneration, resiliency, and permaculture, as well as an introduction to the overall whole systems research farm and some of the pattern language he uses, with five of those ideas presented here. Chapter 2 is all about design, the design process, and site establishment. Here he expands on those first five points with another 70 to consider. The more I work with permaculture, I find that pattern languages are an excellent supplement to the ethics and principles, with a great deal of potential for someone to expand upon and integrate these languages into the other material. In the second section I identified, Ben's tone and presentation really open up and become very accessible. Here his voice is more like the person I interviewed, and less of a teacher lecturing to a class. You can read about his successes, failures, and where additional research is needed on his part. Two nights in a row while reading this book, in preparation for this review, my wife came and found me at two o'clock in the morning to tell me to come to bed because I'd stayed up after tucking my children in, having only planned to read for an hour, and instead got wrapped up in the narrative, wound into the explanation of the various techniques presented in the later chapters. The dry tone of the first section disappeared and became a page-turner I didn't want to turn down. For being a piece of non-fiction, I got caught up in it as much as I might have with some of my favorite fiction from my childhood. And these later chapters cover water and earthworks, fertility harvesting and cycling, food crops, adaptive fuel and shelter, and resilience and regeneration for the long haul. That ends the main body, 
of the book, which is then followed with seven short appendices, which focus on resiliency, useful tools and materials, resources, as well as vocabulary and concepts. Throughout, Ben's expertise as a designer is really evident, especially in the planning process for design. Where the book starts to lose focus, however, Ben is clear that these are areas where his personal knowledge needs additional expansion. And that's very refreshing to find that he didn't push his experience as being some kind of an expert, but as someone who's still learning throughout this process. Overall, I like Ben Falk from my interview with him and his book. I'm glad that he's receiving the recognition afforded to him by others interested in him in this field. He has a perspective and a voice all his own, separating him clearly from other authors on permaculture in particular and sustainability as a whole. Though not as versed as a storyteller as, say, Peter Bain, Ben's approach is considerably more technical, reminding me quite favorably of David Holmgren. I think that latter comparison speaks for itself, both in regards to Ben's understanding of the material and what he is contributing to the permaculture community. Would I recommend buying this book? Well, as you've already heard, yes, I would. And that's because I'm going to have to be buying another copy. Had I read it before agreeing to give it away to a listener, it wouldn't be leaving my bookshelf to be mailed to someone else, complete with my own highlights and notes scribbled in the margins. But alas, a promise is a promise. If you'd like my copy of The Resilient Farm and Homestead, email contest at thepermaculturepodcast.com. Please include Ben Falk in the subject line. I'll leave this drawing open for a month until August 14th, 2013. At that time, a winner will be randomly selected and contacted so I can send this to them. Before I bring this episode to a close, there is one point I'd like to expand on that I mentioned in the closing notes of my interview with Bob Tice. One of my ongoing struggles with permaculture is the accessibility of the tools and materials required to implement many of these ideas found in the literature. When I first received Ben's book and opened it up, I fell to a section talking about copper gutters and slate roofing, both of which are more expensive than some of the other options available in the market, and immediately thought to myself, who can afford this? Who does this really help? And part of my perspective is wanting to make permaculture feasible to a broad swath of society. That section of people who want to make a better world, but haven't found a way that is positive and hopeful enough, and that can be accomplished without using many of their already limited resources. I was a bit upset in some ways to open to those pages and, out of context, be presented with another book that seemed focused on the people who can afford this the most but in many ways need it the least. However, as I continued to read, I was reminded that permaculture in the United States and other areas of the world are still pioneering a way forward within the societies that they exist. Those who have the time, money, and energy to invest in their home and landscapes, who choose to implement permaculture and buy products that don't wear out quickly, even if they do cost more. We're investing in the future when those of us who can make those choices. In turn, we are able to provide working systems of what we wish to accomplish, while also learning how to reduce the cost for others moving forward. As each of us improve our own lot, we become the leaders who can help others improve theirs. I think that's a pretty powerful place to work from once you settle into it. 
and I'm glad to have found that moment of personal outrage, and with it the paradigm shift that came from reading The Resilient Farm and Homestead. Thank you to Ben, and conversations like the one that I've had with Bob and others, for helping to show how we can all fit into this puzzle of building a better world. And I hope you'll pick up a copy of Ben's book and read it as well. It is worth the few hours you'll set aside to do so. Until the next time, take care of the earth, yourself, and each other.